So yeah, it's X Men continuity entire makes more sense. The entire storyline of Logan relies on him having adamantium inside his body. Yeah. Well, I think it seems oh. like what they do is just if you vaguely remember the last movie, then yeah, just go with that. They're just. It'd be inter- It'd be really good if they just if they didn't try and make this a whole universe like Marvel did and connect them all. If they just did individual films like DC is starting to do, just yeah, okay. Here's a Dark Wolverine film, and it's got nothing to do with the other ones. But you know who Wolverine is. You know who the X Men are. Go with that. But that was that was another thing that with with Logan. The reason Logan worked, I thought. Was because it felt so disconnected from the other films. It had like a completely different, uh, like, visual aesthetic. Yeah. Um, as well as a completely different tonal shift. And then, uh, the the Wolverine did feel like it was just another. Oh, we're trying to make a Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Like, here's here's we, a side story until we get to the X Men films again. But we need this bit to connect to... Like, it literally has a precursor to Days of Future Past. Like, Bolivar Trask is there. Yeah. And he's there <laughs> on screen. He's like Trask Industries. And then Magneto's there. And Charles Xavier's there. Even though, and in this continuity, he blew up at the end of The Last Stand. Oh, no, but there was a post credit scene in Last Stand where there he was. transferred into someone's body. But why do they look the same? Why is he in a wheelchair again? Why is he bald again? If if you've got a new body, why would you then be like, well, no one's going to believe it's me unless I unless I put myself in a wheelchair and shave my head? Why does Wolverine have metal claws? <laughs> again, it makes no sense, man. We should just we should just stop trying to make sense out of this. Um, let's. Let's move like, on, look, I guess. Here is the thing. Oh, here's the thing. It would make complete sense for him to have us in Logan if at the start of Days of Future Past he had bone claws. Oh, that sounded really complicated, but just stay with me. So if at the end of The Wolverine he doesn't have bone claws. He then gets recruited by Charles Xavier and Magneto. I'm going on a complete tangent about claws, but I'm about to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> and Charles Xavier and Magneto turn up, they recruit and they're like, yo, what's happening? What's good? Come with us if you want to live type of shiz. And then X-Men Days of Future Past starts. He's got his bone claws. Everything's exactly the same as it is in Days of Future Past, except from one scene where he first goes back into back in time and he looks at his claws and he doesn't get surprised because they've always been bone. When he travels back in time, st- they haven't been made into yeah. adamantium to be made to then have the adamantium struck out of him, then go back in time to be to start this loop again. Then at the end. Of Days of Future Past, he gets taken away by Colonel Stryker. He does. But then, 
it would make sense for him in Logan and the subsequent X-Men films as we see him in X-Men Apocalypse as part of the Weapon X program. We do. It would make sense for him in Logan to have the adamantium claws because he would have always, he would have gone through the process twice but only had the adamantium stripped from his body once. Yeah. Plain, but why, at the start of X-Men Days of Future Past, even after so much time has passed, he hasn't started being poisoned in his body yet. Okay, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah, basically, I've just confused Xander <laughs> everyone who's listening. But for anyone who did understand me, we now know that X-Men has a lot of continuity problems. <laughs> it sure did, Alex. It sure did. I mean, it did. It doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. Um, what would you give this movie out of 10? You know what? I, I enjoyed it. I'd give it like a, a 6. I'm going 7. Yeah. seven. 7 out of 10. The action really lifts it up. And Hugh Jackman is so watchable as this character. And I like his relationship with um, Yukio, the uh, red-haired girl. Yes, I agree. I I think I'm going to join you on seven, actually. Join me on seven. Seven out of ten, there you go. So already, out of 20, the Wolverine trilogy has a whopping nine. Sick. (laughs) Great stuff. The most famous... Famous characters in all of comic history. Yep. And one of those movies was released like a wet fart. Really was. Really, really was. Um, Are are there any other things you want to say about this movie? Because I have one more thing. I really liked the start of it. The start? Where where he's like an animal. He's a... No, 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 no. The... The atomic bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, that scene's great. Flashbacks throughout the film, um, but my favourite one being, well, obviously the bit where all of Logan's skin's gone. Yeah, and it grows back. That's sick. That looks so good. Uh, it look, I, I, I thought that looked hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. I was just like, holy, <laughs> um, like noble. I was really happy you didn't look like one of those people who had radiation poisoning. Because yeah, that people who were melting. <laughs> well, like the, oh, like the guy in RoboCop that gets hit with toxic yeah. waste. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the people in um, what's it called? Raiders of the Lost Ark at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, but, when they melt. <laughs> yeah, but I also like the bit where the grandfather like comes up out of the bunker and yeah. look all of this decimation that's been around. And it was just like, holy sh! This happened. Yeah, this is—is is this real? Like, what the hell? This was a thing that people experienced. What the? It's crazy. Yeah, I just like that bit. Uh, one thing I noticed is at the start of the movie when he's been when he's walking with that bear, the score is the same as it is in Logan. There's a musical cue. And it's like, and it's, it? and it's the same score as in Logan. And I was like, oh, hello, hello. Hello. How are you doing? 
So I, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, um, so basically, Logan, no, Wolverine, 7 out of 10. The bear scene in Wolverine, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> and we're back. Again, no breaks. Whoever told you we take breaks is lying to you. Um, we're, let's do a let's do Logan. Logan, you still have time. I'm gonna put something. Yeah, up. I'd love to do Logan. Yeah, you know it, it's all right, isn't it? It's all right. It's a it's a decent film. But he was all right. I'm not gonna lie. He was all right. Come on, do Logan. Oh, Logan, Logan was all right. Yeah, he's it's 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 all right. You know, it's. I mean, obviously, we're we're taking the mic. This is potentially one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. Right. It, it, it it's not only one of the greatest superhero films ever made. One of the best films I've ever seen. It's up there for me. It's one of my favorites. It really is. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's so. Oh, it's just so it's it's got such a an atmosphere about it. It's not just a film, it's like a feeling. It it just works. Yeah, hundred percent man. Yeah. We shall we break it down? Uh yeah, we'll we'll do the plot. There's a bit more to talk about in this one. I agree. Uh, than the Wolverine. So we'll just do it we'll do it like we did with X Men Origins. Um so in twenty twenty nine, no mutants have been born in twenty five years. Uh, an aging Logan's healing ability is failing, working as a limo driver in El Paso, Texas. He and mutant tracker Caliban, by the way, Caliban's in this movie, played by Stephen Merchant. Yes. And uh, he, the character of Caliban is also in X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, and Stephen Merchant plays it much better. Yeah, but do you know why he's in both movies? One, one set in the 80s and one set in 2029. I do um, not know why he's in both movies. Go because ahead, Because both of them, both movies used him and they didn't discuss with each other. They didn't know that they were both using the same character. So Fox were just like, yeah, you're using that character, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you, you want to use that character, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So it completely messed up the timeline once again. It's, wow. It's just, I did not know that. I did not know that. They're, I am... just, they're useless. They're so useless. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. I was just like, yeah, Caliban doesn't age. That's literally just what I put it down. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, wow. no, because in, okay, in, in X Men Apocalypse, he's normal sized, and in this, he's a giant because he's Stephen Merchant. He's like 6'8", whatever. <laughs> no, I know, but honestly, I, I think, I think he should have been portrayed like because he was he was almost like a worm tongue character, um, like um. The same uh, as as Wormtongue from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, um, yeah. But he was like a sleazy, creepy character. And then in X Men, not X Men, in Logan, Stephen Merchant. Yeah, you can't hate him. And it's not that I can't hate him because it's Stephen Merchant, but it's just he he brings apart. Like I think it's mostly because he's. Like Stephen bringing this very British humour to it. Yeah, he is. It's very awkward, and it makes sense that Caliban, a guy who had been hiding away from the sun his entire life, and his like his ability, his mutation wasn't even that spectacular. 
Yeah. You'd make sense that he was this awkward, like, oh, I've all right, okay, you've brought me the wrong medication. All right, okay. <laughs> Something's happening to you, Logan. Logan, there's something inside of you that's killing you. That was my favourite mug. That was my favourite mug. <laughs> it says ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just thought that, that, that his whole air and persona was better and more fitting for the character. So Logan and Caliban care for Charles Xavier, um, who's now, like, got... They, they never... One thing I really love about this movie is that they never say what's going on 100%. They let you fill in the gaps. They do say that he's got um, Alzheimer's. Yeah, they say... Well, he says he's got a degenerative brain disease. What is it? ALS? Alzheimer's? So they don't give you the answer. They're like, oh, right, so he's got a... He's got some sort of bad mental disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he can't get away from. Mm. Um, And that is, like, what happened to the X-Men. That's never really answered. But it's implied that that Charles Xavier had one of those seizures and killed all of the X-Men. Yes. Um, yeah, stuff like that, I, I think that's really cool. That They just they let you figure it out. They're like... They, I agree. Because it, 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 it kind of lets your imagination run wild as well. It doesn't just... It doesn't just tell you. And it's like, that. this is the facts. It's like... Yeah, 100%. It's like that everyone... Because, like you say, it's implied that Charles had one of these seizures, and he wiped out half of the X Men and a lot of people with it. Yeah. And then now he is a weapon of his his brain is classed as a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. And because of that, it's kind of intre- I think it's better to leave it up to people's imaginations because that way they can bring it to the most extreme form of it, like extreme like, version of what happened in their brain. And then, because like, it, it almost like that that imagination does yeah. more to a film. Yeah, it than, does. It really does. Yeah, than just showing you it. Yeah. Um. So they're looking after Charles Xavier in a smelt an abandoned smelting plant in North Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um. And the opening scene is. Logan in his car having a nap and some guys try and steal his car while he's in it. And yes. they like shoot him and he's like, Oh come on guys, just please just go and he's and he pulls out his claws and one of them doesn't come out all the way. Yeah. It gets stuck. It's like he's what got, is happening? He's got claw He's got what? Clothoritis. Claw or oh, get out right now. I'm not even joking. Well played. Well played. Round of applause Thank for you there. You. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he like he pulls out his claws and then they beat the hell out of him and then he becomes the animal. Like they're about to shoot him in the back of the head. And yeah. it just rages and cuts that guy's arm off and it kicks his car and he's like, okay, now I'm going to kill you all. And he yeah. just tears them apart. He like yeah. stabs one guy under the chin and it like the claw must go through his tongue and you see it in his mouth because his mouth's open. Yeah. Yeah. 
And oh he, my god, it's beautiful. And he stabs another guy dead in the forehead. He's like running at him. He just bang through the brain. And he just stops dead. It's like what think, is happening right now? Watching Logan and just that first that that moment. So like it was like a sigh of relief yesterday watching doing the marathon. <laughs> I was there like my oh, X-Men Origins has left it's a horrible taste in my mouth. And then the Wolverine he didn't quite hit the mark and then here it is. The masterpiece. I wanted to see this entire time. I remember I went I went to the midnight showing. Well it wasn't quite midnight, it was a uh, twenty past ten at night. I'd I had no idea why they put it at that time, but then I realised that they put it at ten twenty three. And in Roman numerals, 10 is X, so it was X23, which is uh, who who Laura is later on. I thought she was X24. No, X24 is duplicate Logan. Oh, sh- oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, so then we like cut to him in a bathroom in a like a just a petrol station bathroom, and he's like squeezing these bullets out of him because he can't. Like just he can't, they can't just pop out of him, so he has to like focus on a bit of his body and push it out. And he's got like pus on his claws, and like the holes haven't healed properly, so he's in a bad shape. And he looks like Mel Gibson. He does look like it's it's not a pretty sight. No, it's not, is it? It's not. Guy's still ripped though. Yeah, man, that that guy's. I'll say it before, and I'll say it again. Jackman is the most well-proportioned man in Hollywood. You know what? I'd, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree. That guy was birthed out of fire. <laughs> Forged anyway. in fire. By the way, have you seen the TV show Forged in Fire? I have not. Have you ever heard of it? Not. Right, heard. okay. You are in for a treat. This show is on. It's on the History Channel. Right. And it's these four contestants come in. They're all blacksmiths, and they get told to make a blade in this forge. And whoever makes the best one wins ten grand. It's the most redneck show you'll ever see. It's so good. Me and my dad watched one episode, and we've got it on series link. We watch like four episodes a day. It's so good. This podcast being brought to you by. Forged in fire. Bro, I wish I could get sponsored. <laughs> There's this one guy who like tests the blade and he cuts and he like they do these action shots where they're cutting things and they look so cool, they're in slow motion and everything. And he <laughs> and he and he'll cut something and he'll either say it cuts or it kills. And the way he says it, it like he has this evil smile on his face, like your blade will cut. Or your blade will kill. And it's hilarious it's the best thing you'll ever see trust me please watch forged in fire it's hilarious i'll 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 add it to the watch list and you've got to watch it unfortunately you've got to watch it in the knowledge that every single person you're watching on screen definitely voted for donald trump because it's it's the most redneck show ever (laughs) i love watching idiots on tv so but they're so focused. They're so focused on their blades, and they're all so clearly virgins. It's adorable. It's adorable. Beautiful. TV at its finest. But anyway, yeah, Hugh Jackman's a great dude. Um, let's. So then the next scene is like him driving round. He, he 
like gets oh yeah he gets the drugs from the person at the hospital and yes. then he gets told by um Boyd Holbrook who plays Donald something in this does it say his name somewhere Donald Pierce um, um and he gets told by this guy yeah someone's looking for you this woman called Gabriella um I need you to you know tell me when you see her and he's like whatever I'm not going to do that and yeah, he's got, he's Go on. This is after. This is after the funeral. Oh yeah, this is after the funeral. Yeah, uh, right. he's referring someone to a funeral, and this woman has come up to it, and that's the first time you actually see uh, Laura, isn't it, in the back of that car? That's when when it's driving away. Yeah. Um. That yeah. scene as well in the car with um with Donald Pierce, Boyd Holbrook. That's a really interesting scene as well because you sort of see through the dialogue, you sort of see where the world is right now. Because he says, uh, "We found three dead guys, you know, on a on a layby. You know, um, it looked like he'd, you know, it either looked like he'd been mauled by a tiger or attacked by Freddy Krueger. And you know, neither of those can drive. You know, one of them being fictional and the other extinct. Yeah, it's like tigers are extinct in this world. And yeah, that, just... I I picked up on that yesterday, and I was like. Oh, right. I like I like like that. Yeah, you sort of see the state of the world in that one moment. You're like, oh right, okay, we're in a we're in a dark place right now. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, so then he goes back to uh, Caliban and Professor X, and you sort of see where Professor X is right now, and he's like wheeling round this uh, this like big warehouse, and he's just lost his mind. He's just like rambling on about nothing. He, he clicked and he's and like Logan gets in his way and he's like out of my way but he doesn't even look at him yeah no he doesn't and he, he like I remember in the cinema he starts chanting he like starts rambling on about Taco Bell he's like the new taco from Taco Bell oh yeah 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 he does and people laughed I'm like dude this ain't funny this if you, if you know someone like this this is dark stuff because yeah, people yeah. do that. They just go off on random stuff. And then he tries to give him his medicine and Professor X has a bit of a fit with him and then actually has a seizure and you see this kind of thing that they're going through and he like has to poke him and no one can breathe. Those scenes are so intense. No. It's like I, I found myself getting to breathe. Yeah, you do. You do. It's like when I, when you watch something underwater, you forget to breathe. The same these. I was I was so like oh what, what? like I, I felt as frozen as the characters. Um then then we have that scene where we we talked about Caliban, the dose is too low. That was that was my favourite mug. And dose is too low. So I'll get a bigger introduction to uh, Caliban. Then he he goes back to his room and he tries to sleep. And you see on the wall the samurai sword from the Wolverine. Yeah, I thought that I was pretty cool. As well. And uh, <laughs> this is where I started making notes for this movie because um, I wrote down <laughs> for this for this next scene is the scene where he's in a he's in like a wedding party, and this woman <laughs> like gets her boobs out. And it's like, hey yeah, driver. And she pulls the top down. He smiles, and, isn't it? Yeah, it's like one of the only moments he actually smiles in the whole movie. Yeah. 
And like in 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 my notes, all I wrote was the word, (laughs) (laughs) but with two D's, so it's. That's definitely the most you thing you could have written. (laughs) Um, Then he gets a call to go to uh, this like motel, and he goes there, and it's Gabriella and Laura, and Gabriella's like been shot, and she's like in a bad way, and he says, "Right, okay, I'll pick you up tomorrow, and I'll you'll pay me for it seventy grand or something." Yeah. And then he goes back yeah, home, I tells Charles, yeah, I'm going to yeah. do this for you. And then yeah. goes back and she's dead. Gabrielle's dead. Laura's not there. And then he drives back to Mexico again. And then Donald Pierce. I keep wanting to call him Donald Pleasance, but that's the guy from Halloween. <laughs> um, yeah, Boyd Holbrook turns up. He's like, yo, what, what the hell? Where, where's the girl? He's like, what girl? What are you on about? And he like grabs his hand, and his hand, he's got like a metal hand. That's a cool looking robot hand, you know. Yeah, well, because it's got that, like a plastic cool. thumbprint on it as well. Yeah. So you can still uh, grip I, stuff. Yeah. It was um, it was akin to the Anakin Skywalker metal hand. It is a bit, yeah. It is, yeah. But I, I like it as well because later on you see it flip. Do you remember that when he's looking at the picture? Oh, the hand like goes back and forward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that I think it's a really cool design on the hand. Um, and then Laura throws a pipe at him, and he gets knocked out. And <laughs> Professor X is like, "Yo, this is this is that girl, Laura. Come on in." And he can like he's talking to her through his mind because he's not taking his medicine because it's yeah, yeah, bad. Yeah. So he's like a ticking time bomb. Remember that. We'll come back to it. Did Laura get to um, the plant in the ba- in the boot of Logan's car? Yeah, yeah, that, that that's what it ended up being. He finds like a bag and a ball in the back of his car, in the, in the I, boot, yeah, and she, so she crawled in the boot. Um, and then Caliban takes Boyd Holbrook out to the desert to leave him there. And as he's getting back in the car, he is there with a gun. He's Woken up and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you now, buddy." Mm. It takes him back and um, Wolverine's like, "We've got to get out of here." So packs up Professor X in a car, gets himself in the car, starts trying to drive away, and they're like, "No, you can't go anywhere because we're gonna kill you now." Yeah. And Boyd Holbrook's like, "Okay, one of you go and get her from in there." And this guy with a mohawk walks in with this handcuff thing, body cuff. Because he ties our hands and our legs together, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I hate how they do that. What, do, you, do you mean, like, it looks uncomfortable or you, you hate the actual thing? No, as in, like... And I think later on when they just pick up Laura while she's in that harness, because it gets a neck as well. Yeah. They carry her um, like a bag. It's got, like, a handle. Yeah, I know. I was just like, that's so, that's so mean to make her do. Yeah. Well, then she walks out. There's a bit of a kerfuffle inside. You hear it. And she walks out with this thing in her hand. And I remember watching the trailer when that came out because that scene was in the trailer. And I remember seeing it. Like, she's got something in her hand. I'm like, she's definitely got a head. In the film, she's going to throw that guy's head at them. And then in the movie, she does. I'm like, yes, she's got a head. She's cut his head off. Oh, I know. It was amazing. It was so cathartic. And then she kicks so much ass. Oh my god! Her first when she goes off, she goes off. 
you you can see exactly why they cast her. Yeah, she's got that streak that Wolverine has. That Wolverine yeah. yell, she's got it. When that, oh my god, it was. That, you know when I keep on going on about like feral. Yeah. That ferocity that you have. That she has it exactly the same way that Wolverine does. Hundred percent. Um, what? Oh, quick one. Who would you pick? Laura in this or Hit Girl from Kick Ass? Who's better? Because mm. that's the debate that's going on in my head. Two really kick ass nine year olds. 100% Laura. I think Laura as well. Move over, Hit Girl. We've got a new. We've not got a new uh, cool kid. Sorry, but. She guts people with her feet. And she heals. And she heals. Like, you can't beat that. Unless you've got an adamantium bullet. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, oh yeah, earlier on there's a mention of an adamantium bullet. Caliban finds it on, on in Wolverine's stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, it smells like adamantium. That mm. was more Taika Waititi, that wasn't it? That <laughs> was quite... It was quite Taika. <laughs> Smells like adamantium. No, I can't do it. I've, it's, I've lost it. I've lost it. I've lost it. Don't give Then, yeah, she like takes, they like they kick all the ass in there. They beat the train. Go past the train. They big. The action scene's really good. You know. Yeah, it is. I like the bit where he's um in the car. And he drives, he drives up the fence, and then the fence just stretches. He can't go any further. Yeah. But he just comes back, and he attaches to the... And they use it as a weapon. Yeah, and the amount of, like... I was like, oh, my gosh, I hope he's about to use this as to drag a load of bodies. <laughs> oh, my God, he used it to drag a load of bodies! One thing, right, in that moment I don't like is the score. Because when he when he like rams into the thing, it's all fine. And then as he reverses and he starts hitting people with the fence, it, the score starts doing this weird thing where it starts going like two piano keys over and over again. Oh, I did notice that, and I actually completely disagree with you. Really? Yeah, I think that right. The score for this film is very strange. The um, like, it's haunt. It's like it's like a howl. It's like, it's a, a haunting western, isn't it? Like a howl. Yeah, I like that. The howl. Not like plinky plonky. Like lots of um, lots of wrong notes. I think that just works because it's like well, his plan's gone wrong, and he's having to do it this way. Everything of everything in this film is like displaying. Something that once was there, with that, with that, like plinky plunk, that, um, and with it being compl- like, melodically incorrect. Yeah, I think that that mirrored that like the. It sounds like there should have been a melody there, then it's just been completely messed up. Which is like Wolverine. There's a, there's a person there, but it's just been completely messed up. Oh. That's a, that's a good way of looking at it to me. To me, it's just uh, I heard it and it like it stuck out so much that it just takes me out of the movie every time. I'm like watching this action sequence and then suddenly I can 
where it's when you notice the score. I feel like that's when it's not a great one. Yeah, I disagree. Because a lot of the time, music in films just meant to be used as filler. You can do a lot with music. You can, yeah. So, I'm going to agree to disagree with you there. Fair enough. Are you eating something? Um, I, I, can you hear a clink on a plate? Yeah! I'm so incredibly sorry. <laughs> I'm like starving. I've just been brought a bowl of ice. Bro, Chicken. it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm trying to eat as quietly as possible. I've actually it's, been eating it for like. It's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> so if you only just noticed it, I'm doing all right. <laughs> um, yeah. So they escape, and what? Another moment in this that I really like is when Laura puts her arm at the back window to cover Professor X's head, and she gets shot. And like she's got a wound on her arm, and she just sucks the bullet out of her and spits it out. It's like, what is this little girl? She's a monster. Uh, she's actually like insane. It? It's amazing. <laughs> I, uh, I can't remember. What, I I don't know the actress's name. Daphne Keen. In this Dark Materials. Yeah, she is. And she's so different. She's so lovely in that. I I didn't watch that. I've 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 not watched much of it, but I remember watching the first episode and being like, "Where have I seen her?" And then when I was watching it yesterday, someone was like, "Oh, it's the girl from His Dark Materials," and I was like, "That is such a different character." She's a great. She's a, she's a really good actress, man. Yeah. She's uh, hopefully she does more things. That's all I'm hoping I for. She's definitely going to do more things. Uh, so then they escape, but Caliban is has been captured, obviously, and he's tortured into. Uh, tracking them yes. because that's his ability to track people I um, hate that scene when the burns are appearing on his body it's just like oh, oh it's grim it's so grim uh, oh. then she, then um, Gabriella the woman from earlier her cell phone is like Wolverine has it so he watches a video on a phone and mm-hmm. she must have, like, iMovie or something. Because this is a really well-edited bit of video. <laughs> she, um, <laughs> there's, like, voiceover, there's quick edits, some real production behind this. Uh, nah. and she's basically saying that these, that, that Laura is uh, from the DNA of Wolverine, so it's basically his daughter. And, she, like, she's got the same powers as him. And she's got a, like, they're, they're all escaping this facility and they're going to uh, Canada yeah. or something. They're going yeah. to Eden. They're going to Eden, yeah. Well, they keep on calling it. Um, then they there's a stop. They they go for a stop and, and Laura's riding this little pony, one of these like pay-to-ride things that she rides and has a melody on it and it stops and she's just staring at it she's just smacking it and Wolverine puts another coin in and she just stares at him as he puts as he walks away she just starts riding again he's hilarious I was I was I was so prepared for her to like break it yeah just snap it and she like she nearly kills that guy later on who's in who's in the shop because she's she's putting on sunglasses she's eating Pringles walking around and she's just about to leave I don't even know what but 
And if Wolverine hadn't come in at that exact time, that guy would have been dead. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, then they start driving off. Where do they go from here? They have to get a new car. So they go to a hotel. Yeah. They go to a hotel in Oklahoma. They go to, like, a casino shopping place. Yeah. Yeah, so a big multiplex, and there's a hotel there. So they go up in the hotel, and he finds out that she reads comic books, and there are actual X-Men comic books in this universe. Yeah. That's crazy. I was a bit like, what? Yes. Then I was thinking about it, and... You watch The Boys. Imagine you have. Yeah, I have. It, it makes so much sense for superheroes to be capitalised on. It does. Oh, for the X-Men to have a comic series about them and for Wolverine to dislike it makes a lot of sense for both the character of Logan and the idea of superheroes existing. It really does. It really does. It's another reason why I really like this movie. Because it, it has those ideas. Because th- this is this has not been done many times. No. It's like... It's like you set... You build... An eighth... Wall. <laughs> and then down. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it's like. <laughs> because it's, just a, it's a thing within a thing... References real life, but it's actually referencing something in the film. I love it. I love stuff like that. Well, it's, they actually made those comics. Like those aren't actual. Those aren't actual ones. They have to actually write write them, and they <laughs> look real. They look like real X Men comics. It's really yeah, no, impressive. I, the I, I, um, I had to look up. I was like, I was like, I'm going to do this before the podcast, and I looked up whether they were real, and they aren't. Like you say, <laughs> yeah. Um, then. He so Wolverine's like, okay, I'm gonna go find us a new car. Goes to get the new car, and as he comes back, he um, well on the way out as he leaves the car with these these homeless people. They look like thugs. Is he just gonna leave them the car so they can like go for a joyride or what? I thought he'd left the car with the valet. He left the car with the valet, picks it up, and as he because he's going getting a new car, so he just leaves it by the road. But as he's leaving it by the road, there's these people stood there looking at him like, okay, we're going to beat him up and we're going to steal his car. And they start walking towards him and he just throws them the keys. It's like, knock yourselves out. I must have missed that bit yesterday, I'm not going to lie. When he's in the car as well, he finds a pill and realises that Professor X isn't taking his medication still. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I just didn't notice the bit straight after that. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes to get a new car um, and realises while he's there, while he's waiting for this car to be made or to be finished, um, that the comic book has a place in it called Eden, which is where they're trying to go and the coordinates in the comic book are the same as the ones he's been told to go to. So it's it's fake. It's made up. Yes. So he... So he's going back to the hotel to confront them and say, like, what the hell, we're not taking you here. It's not real. And Professor X has a seizure. 
because oh. it turns out the baddies have got there as well. Yes. It's Sorry. revealed that they're already there. Yeah. Logan sees them and then he, he has to go inside. Yeah. So he then the seizure starts and he's struggling to walk and he gets into the into the lift. The lift goes up and he gets on the floor and of course there's men in the room trying to kill him. And as he's walking down that corridor, you see him struggle a lot. And it's because when they made it, they had two people pull him back with a rope and they CGI'd him out. Really? Yeah, so he's not just acting there. He's actually dragging two people with him. Wow, okay, wow. So good, so good. Anyway, so he starts walking, like clawing his way towards the door. And as he gets to the door, there's one guy at the door who gives him like a little side eye, like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's the reaction. It's like, oh God, I, I can't move. This is how he's coming closer and closer. He looks so angry. Oh my God. And he puts his claw through his head. Yes, he does. He a hole. Through his head. And it's, this scene is art. This scene is straight up art. You know what I was gonna, what I was saying before about can't be stood still during an action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only action scene where you are allowed to be stood still. <laughs> oh, I, it was like there's no action happening here. Like this is just a straight up slaughter scene. But like this, this idea of the seizures where everyone stands still. He he has that power because he's seen it in X two. He he has like every, everyone in the museum. He can stop them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he does it. He does it at the end of Wolverine. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So he has this power. It's a really cool way of showing. Yeah, it's still him. He's got those powers, and these powers are out of control. Yeah. Crazy. Um, this he's, time, he's not stopped them completely. He's stopped them from breathing. Yeah, conscious. So then, he, he, like Wolverine keeps going, punches a guy through the chin, and the claws come out of the top of his head. That was beautiful. And one thing I like about this is he pulls it out, and you see blood come out from under from his chin. And as he's walking away, in the next shot, you still see it coming out. So he's like pouring out. And then the yeah. next guy. He punches through the back of the head and you see the claws come at you through his face and as he pulls it out, there's a big blood splatter on the wall. This film is art. It, it's so... It's art. It's so good to watch. It's like... It's like smashing a million plates on a wall. It's it just that... It's, it's, oh, it's anger. It's great. <laughs> So he, he gets the serum from Laura, pokes it in Charles, and everyone collapses, and they quickly, like, jet out of there. And as they're coming out of the lift through the casino, everyone's, like, crying, like, oh, my God, I nearly died, or people have died. Yeah. And he's and and, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It hurts my heart. That moment yeah, hurts that, my heart. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, oh, my God. How Patrick Stewart did not get nominated for an Oscar in this is beyond me. Must have been a good year. I'm going to look now. I'm going to have a look right now at what was nominated in the 90th Academy Awards. Open a link in new tab. Because there's no way he's better than 
is not better than everyone else. Okay, supporting actor. Um, Christopher Plummer in All the Money in the World. I haven't seen that movie. Uh, Richard Jenkins in The Shape of Water. Woody Harrelson in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project. And Sam Rockwell won for Three Billboards. I'd say get rid of Jenkins in that. And probably Plummer. Because I can't imagine him being that good. Um, I, Shape of Water. No, it's got I mean. He didn't, he wasn't Oscar worthy. Nah, nah, he wasn't. That movie's uh, good, I like that movie. That movie's great. But he's, he's fine, he's good. But he's not Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart should 100% have been in this category. Yeah. And I'd take, and then for best actor, I'd take Denzel out of that because he got nominated for Roman J. Israel. No one saw that movie. Why is that in there? I've never heard of that. And film. put Hugh Jackman in there, man. Because it got it got nominated for best adapted screenplay, which it deserves. But yeah. it should it should have had more, man. It should have had more. It should have had more, definitely. Um. Then the next the next moment, I wrote this down because I think this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um. Boyd Holbrook, as they're driving away, he comes out of the the lorry that they're in the truck, and as he as he opens the door, he like stumbles down the steps and he mm. walks around like he's drunk. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It, yeah. It, it just is hilarious. <laughs> like he, he, the look on his face is like, "I've just thrown up. What is happening?" Yeah, <laughs> absolutely love him. Um, so, he sees them driving away, doesn't he? Yeah, something like that. Oh, he doesn't see them driving away. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Well, they, they track him eventually, anyway. Um, <laughs> so then, the next scene is them just driving along. They're, they're driving down this road, and they've got auto trucks in this universe now? Yeah, I like that. I, I, th- I, I thought that was another thing. It could have been introduced a little better. I would have liked it if they didn't have Wolverine say, oh man, these auto trucks. I think if they just, if they hadn't said anything, I think we would have got, oh right, these are automatic trucks. Uh, I agree, but I think that was kind of added in, not only as a, oh, these are auto trucks, also because, um, like, they they mention it later on, like, oh, is that the guy whose auto trucks were messing you up before, were, like, messing about on the road before? Oh, <laughs> right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, See, I might have misheard the dialogue, but that's just what I thought it was. I was like... See, I, I think I missed that because I haven't, I haven't heard that before. All right, fair. Well... There you go. Listen out for it on the um, so then, on the road, they come off the road, and so does another uh, family. They've got horses, and the horses are running around. And so they get yeah. out and help them put the horses away, and they offer them a place to stay for the night. And Wolverine's like, no, no, no don't worry. And Charles's like, it would be lovely. <laughs> so they go to this family's house for, for tea and to stay the night. And you just know as soon as you see them, as soon as like, come and stay at our house, it's fine. And they're so nice, they're so loving. You like, know that they're going to die. Or red shirts. Red shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. So then 
they're at this house and they're having a. This is another great scene because you see it's the like the only other scene other than the boobs that Wolverine smiles. Yeah. They're, they're sat having dinner with his family. Him and Charles are like having banter because he says like, "Oh, I used to run a school. It was a kind of a special school." And Wolverine's like, "Oh yeah, it was." And he says, "Oh yeah, he was in it as well." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a uh, yeah, great I, dialogue in that scene. No, I it was it, it was the dialogue and it also the feeling that these two had known each other for years. They've had this like seventeen year history. Like, well, seventeen years is how long you played the character for. Mm. So yeah, seventeen year history. They feel like they've had it. This work, this this friendship feels real, and like he keeps calling him. He calls him like pop. Like calls him dad. He calls him dad. So he like no, but like before this, before this scene, like they're, when they're in the car, they're having an argument. He's like, "Oh, you just love that, wouldn't you, pop?" So he calls him dad. It's, mm. it's, like, it's a father-son relationship, and they're not even father and son. It's crazy. But you believe it. You believe if you haven't seen the other X Men films, you just assume that they are father and son. Yeah, no, you would do would. Even the even the dialogue at the start when they're when they're bickering, it's like these two have a love and respect for each other. Yeah, but like what one of the lines that always cuts me is uh, right right at the start. He says uh, he, when he gives him the pills that like, all right, yeah, shut up, Logan. He said, oh, so you do know who I am? He says, I always know who you are. Just sometimes I don't recognize you. Yeah, that's oh man. That's, that's cruel. <laughs> um, yeah, so in this family, then, they're having this nice meal, and then the water stops because this is turning the water off, so they have to go and turn it back on. And yeah. Wolverine walks with the dad, and and we get to know the, uh, the son a bit more in this family. Yeah, and, no, it, it's more just that son's a nice man, the nice guy. Yeah, yeah. It, you know what? It'd really suck if this son would die horribly. Yeah, it's like, hey, look at this lovely person who you definitely don't want to die. <laughs> so, um, and before before Logan leaves, he says he puts a uh, Professor X in bed, and Professor X saying, you know, you've still got time. You know, you've you can still, you know, you never know what it's like to, you know, what it, never know what it's, it feels like to have a family. And he's like, well, I don't need that. I've got you, you know, it's fine. So then they go, he goes and sorts, sorts out that guy, snaps his gun in half and like gets, yeah. kicks him out of the way. And this is when seemingly Wolverine walks in to Professor X's bedroom and Professor X just opens his heart and he's like, I've just had, this has been the most perfect day. And I yeah. don't deserve it. And this is basically where he admits to killing all the X-Men. Yeah, he remembers what happened in Westchester. Yeah. And then X, then Wolverine seemingly kills him. But it's not Wolverine, it's a clone. It's X-24. I, in his prime. I hated watching this. What, the, you hate the idea of clone Wolverine? Or you hate the girls, no. Professor X? No. I was just I I was I knew I knew Professor X was going to die in this film. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Let's spoil it. 
In the trailers, yeah, because you see him like them. It's just him and Laura burying a grave. Yeah. And there's yeah. like the shots in the car, and he and it's just them two. You're like, oh, wonder what happens to Professor X. Yeah, in this dark, horrible universe that makes me want to cry. Yeah. I was, I was like, I know the Professor X is about to die. I know that this is not going to be Wolverine standing over him. Yeah. The first time I was watching it, I was like, what, what is it going to be? And then it was the clone Wolverine, and I was like, oh, okay, so they're doing that. Yeah. I, 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 I okay. heard okay. 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 that this was happening. Um, then watching it again yesterday, I was like, I just don't like watching this scene because next time you go into that room and Charles is there and no, and Wolverine's actually there. Yeah. Grab Charles out of the bed and he goes, and he's just eating to him saying it wasn't me. It's heartbreaking. That moment hurts my heart as well. Those, those two moments, him apologizing in the hotel and that moment whispering to him, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. Those are the those are the biggest gut punches in these movie in this movie. Yeah. So and and then, also but no, we'll get to it. And then X twenty four kills everyone in the house. He like throws off he, he puts uh, Laura in this cough thing and this the kid comes in, smacks him with a baseball bat, does a Decent hit on him because the guy is like he has a black eye straight away. He's like face is dented in, but obviously this guy can heal super quick and just yeah. guts him. Then the mum comes out with a shotgun. He guts her. The dad yeah. runs up the stairs. He guts him and walks past Wolverine, like staring him down. Like you're gonna you're gonna come at me. Then try it. And he walks past him. He lets him go. He runs up for Professor X. He has that moment puts him in the back of the car, and he dies. Professor X dies in the back of the truck, thinking about oh, his the boat that they were going to buy with the money, thinking about his Sunseeker, which is just... Which is so sad that Professor X was like, fought all these huge battles, made a school of mutant children, uh, created the X-Men... Had all these fights and then dies thinking about a boat. That's just so upsetting. It's a, it, 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 it's simplistic. The fact that it's simple worked so well for the entire moment. Yeah. And I don't think, other than having. No, no, I don't know how else you would have killed off Charles Xavier. That's that's the only way I could think of you doing it is by either having it something so unexpected, like oh my gosh, it's a clone of Wolverine that killed him. Yeah, like just got out his heart to the person that he thinks is the person he sees as a son. And then the only other way you could possibly do it is like. I don't know, having him like die of old age, but that's so underwhelming for that character. Or, or, or you have Wolverine having to kill him. Yeah, or you've got Wolverine in a position of having to kill Charles. But mind you, that's been done many times before Wolverine having to kill someone he loves. Yeah. So it, 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 that didn't feel right. This feels right. Yeah. Um. So then him, he like... what? 
X24, the clone, is then approached by this from earlier, who's saying like, oh, you be my bodyguard, I'll pay you. And then he, like, they shoot him, and he cuts that guy's head off. Cuts the redneck's head off. Yeah. And then just, like, slaughters all of them. And then Wolverine runs... No, wait, first, Caliban explodes the truck by picking up grenades. Great moment. Great moment. What, what does he say? Let there be light or something. Oh, beware the light. That's what he said. He's torturing him. I, 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 I was. Oh yes, Steve Merchant, man. What, what a guy. Think. What a legend. Uh, um, really Steve, that, like other guy didn't die from it. Whatever, like the guy with the robot hand. Oh yeah, he like jumps out of the car, doesn't he? Yeah, I was just like, why did he just kill him there and then? Because he gets more... the greatest death in any X Men movie. He does. He does. He does. Um, so then, um, the that truck explodes and Wolverine runs up to the clone and tries and stabs him. It's like, what the hell are you? And then they have a fight. This fight is brutal. It is relentless. Yeah, because this guy, no matter how many times he hits the clone, he's just healing straight away. And this clone, yeah. every time he hits Wolverine, he's not healing. He's not standing up from these hits. The no. guy stabs him in the armpit. This movie's insane. I I think, like, just putting all, like, one... Like, having two characters that are the same fight on screen is just something that's so satisfying to watch. <laughs> and I... I it's even more satisfying to watch because not only are these two characters the same, they also couldn't possibly be more different. Yeah. Like what one is so emotionless and one is just seeing his dad die. Yeah. One is programmed to feel things, one is feeling unrelenting rage. Like the one who's feeling unrelenting rage is losing. Therefore making him more raging. Therefore leading him do what he does and throw him on that whatever, the, whatever he leaves he it well he's a that guy's about well, he, the clone is about to kill Wolverine properly and then the dad survives the, the gutting from earlier dr- yeah. runs him over into this like stick thing I'm trying to find out if there's a word for it um it, it pins pins him with a truck, but he gets stabbed by something, doesn't he? Yeah, it's. I think it's like I don't know something, a bit of fence or something or, like that. But he's he's stabbed. He's he's attached to this thing. Impaled. Yeah. Impaled. Yeah. He's attached. Impaled. And then he pulls out his shotgun and like shoots him three times. And on the third one, like his head kind of comes off a bit. Yes. And then he cocks it again and Wolverine stands up and he looks at him like, shoot me, please shoot me, please God shoot me. Because he stood there battered, bloody, like his chest is open. And the guy doesn't, he like, there's no, he shoots him, but there's no bullets. And then he dies. I think that's doubly sad because I think the dad really wanted to kill him. Well, yeah. Like, I've just let you into my house and now... I'm about to die, and my son is dead, and my wife is dead. Yeah. So then he hears, he hears Laura shouting, so he r- walks over to L- Laura, picks her up, 
gets her in the car and they drive off. over to Laura. He does tumble. He, he, take, he takes a fall on the way. Yeah. It, that man is beaten to an inch of his life. Um, then the movie becomes uh, something a little different. It becomes the movie where Logan passes out and wakes up somewhere new. Actually, over and over again. Yeah, over and over again. But first we've got the uh, the funeral where they bury Charles next to a river, next to a lake. And he's... Wolverine's trying to say, like, he's got water and he just can't say it. He can't, he can't say it. Sorry? What was he trying to say? He was trying to say, well, he's, you know, he's got water. Because he, he, they were, they were going to buy a boat and go to the sea. Yeah. And he says, well, oh, yeah. he's, got, he's got water. And he just can't say it. And then Laura comes and holds his hand. And he's, and he's like, and he just he succumbs to his anger. And he's like, throws the, the shovel away, walks over to the car. And straight up, he's about to leave Laura. He tries the car and the car won't start. And he, so he just pulls, he like gets the shovel. He starts hitting the car, like just battering it, battering it. And then passes out. You think he was going to leave Laura there? Yeah, he just he walked over to the car in anger, started the car, tried to start the car to drive off. Uh, I think he was just going away. I think he was just going to try and start the car, then, like, yo, over here. Like, I, I don't know. No, I, th- I think he was straight up just about to leave her. But anyway, then then he passes out, wakes up in a doctor's office. And the the state of his body is insane. You can like see this big chasm in his chest where the claws have been, and it's Ooh. it's so deep. Yeah, I noticed that. I was like, look, I it it looked like someone had scraped their hands through icing. Yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. Um, How powerful imagery. It was horrible to look at. Yeah. And it was the fact that you would you are used to seeing Wolverine make that type of marks on other people. Yeah, and just these not him. be there and have no marks on him at all. Yeah, exactly. Then he um so then after this he's all he, he, he's angry again. He takes Laura he, he walks out to the car. Laura stole a new car. He's like, you just you can't just keep stealing stuff, man. You got. Then they get in the car and he says, "Thanks for bringing me here." And she speaks because she hasn't spoken in the whole movie. Finally, said a word. And she, and he looks at her like you can talk. Mm. He whispers on his breath like the. F-? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, go on. I was I, it, when I, when when I was watching it. She spoke. I didn't even like click that she hadn't spoken the entire time. And then he went, "You can speak," and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> He's being silent the entire film. <laughs> and when she was screaming like an absolute mad woman. Yeah, yeah, that's it. She only screams. That's all she does. Yeah. Um, and then so so then the she convinces him to drive to North Dakota. Even though there's not going to be nothing there, um, they drive there. He passes out again. 
she starts driving then they get there he passes out again and he wakes up being dragged up the mountain and there's all the mutants there yeah he made it to eden yeah they so they've created eden there which is kind of cool although i was half expecting them to have nobody there because that's the kind of world we live in right now. That's the kind of movie this is. That it I, would just kick us in the balls one more time. I think it kind of did, but in a different way. Because if you look at Eden, the way it's portrayed in the comics, that they're like, oh, we know this place is real. Yeah. Um, it's like this huge white building, with like big windows and a grand yeah. architecture. And then Logan arrives there and he looks up and he sees all these kids on this horrified tree house on the side of a cliff <laughs> he's just like oh and then faints yeah and then he he's being dragged up it yeah and then he and then he passes out again and wakes up and they're all in bed tending to him making sure he's okay and he wakes up and she and like Laura's asleep and then he passes out again wakes up and has a discussion with the main kid and he's like yeah we're moving tomorrow Going at dawn, um, you know we'll be we'll be fine. Thank, here's your money, and he's like, "Don't, I don't need the money. You take it. You need it more than I do." Then he has a he passes out again. He goes for a nap, then wakes up again, and Laura's staring at him, and he has a conversation with her, and he says, uh, he, "He says what happened." He says she she says you had a nightmare, and she says I have nightmares too. And, they, and he, he says, like, what happens? And she says, people hurt me. He says, oh, mine are a bit different. Uh, I hurt people. And I, I like that moment. I like that moment yeah. a lot. I like that as well. Well, and, and also, especially just after he'd seen himself kill a load of people. Yeah. Him, and just killed his father figure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I like that. I didn't actually pick up on that. Um, I'd have to rewatch it. To be <laughs> fair, I watched it last night. I'm up for watching it again right now. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I think after mind-numbing myself, the first, well, the first, parts of the second Wolverine trilogy films, Yeah, I think that my brain had actually like cut off any good things while <laughs> <laughs> watching this film. Um, but yeah. So then, um, Logan, Logan says that he's not going to keep going with them, and she and she gets really angry. Um, they have they have another discussion about the adamantium bullet. She finds it, and he says, "Oh well, uh, it's made out of the stuff that's inside us." And I was, well, I was going to shoot myself with it. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to do. Uh, yeah, I I um, was completely expecting him to sugarcoat it. Yeah. And- film last night when I was watching it and then he didn't and I was like yeah no that makes more sense yeah that, that he just he just straight up tell yeah I really like that I um, thought that was great written we get the uh, I should have mentioned earlier we get the introduction X24 is revived by this uh, green juice that's injected into him yeah they they, they give it a name don't they um, don't, I'm not sure I ju- I'm just going to call it green juice because they, they call it medicine. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, he's just all the serum on this. So, so that he gets yeah. the uh, so he gets the vial of green stuff and it heals X twenty four. So it, it like enhances their powers, gives them a bit of a boost, uh, but they're not they're supposed to take it a little bit at a time. And um, they give Logan like they've got a vial of it. And when they leave the next day, they say, don't take all this at once, but you need to use it to heal yourself, otherwise you will die. And he takes it with him. He finds, he sees these drones flying over where the, over the forest where the kids have gone and thinks, right, okay, I need to go and help them here. So he runs after them through this forest, takes the juice, takes all of it. By the way, as well, this movie is, if you've got a needle phobia, do not watch this movie. You will have a heart attack. Yeah, there are a lot of needle scenes in this. So film. many needles. Come on, gross. I, I, I like the feeling of invasion in my body with metal objects. <laughs> well, you'll hate Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. um, so he he then he then catches up with them, and there's a one shot of him just ripping into guys. Full Wolverine style. Yeah, it's the great behind the scenes clip that's everywhere. The one of him doing the Foley. Um, and... yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that... it's just him in a vo- in a voice box just going. Rah! 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 It's so good. <laughs> oh my god! It was like I don't even know what. But just but just all of the action in this film only be described as like Perfect. anger of a chihuahua <laughs> with the results of a tiger. <laughs> if you catch my drift there. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we, we then follow these mutants that are being ca- caught and we see the deadly we- the deadly powers that they have. One of them has like the power of free like they can freeze things so yeah. she breathes on this guy's arm freezes it and then just punches it and it snaps yeah but one of the things that i loved about that is when the when the ice shatters i was expecting it to be like all ice no if no there's blood closely, there is there is like frozen blood in this flesh yeah. and it's like like some bits are icy and some bits are just flesh colored and it's like Oh, that's gross. Horrible. Then, then and, there's that woman who can control the the like forest and air and earth, and she like ooh. gets up all these sticks and throws them at this guy, and it rips his face off, and you can see his skull. Yeah, it's horrifying. What is this movie? <laughs> what are these kids doing this? I, then, I, then Wolverine teams up with X uh, with Laura. And they fight people like he bends over and she jumps on his back and onto someone. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> that fight scene is amazing. And but just I just think, oh, I just want to see Laura do more stuff. I, In I, it, want, yeah. I want her film, but I want her film with the same tone as Logan. But it wouldn't be, would it? It'd be they'd make it like PG thirteen. They'd make it a twelve. Don't care if you want women's if you want equal women's rights. There's a thirteen-year-old ripping the sh- out of people for two hours. 
I would I would pay so much money to watch that. I would also pay money. I would pay a lot of money to see that. Yeah. Let's start a Kickstarter. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so then they then Wolverine like the medicine is wearing off, so he can't heal. He's been just been riddled with bullets, and she's like, "Oh no, you you." The, the medicine's wearing off. And so he yeah. picks up one of the guns and walks through the forest, finds all of the uh, other mutants that have been captured. And this baddie called Xander Rice, he drags the name of Xander through the mud in this movie. He really <laughs> does. And he's like saying, oh, he does like a, vil- a bit of a villain monologue. And halfway through it, Wolverine just shoots him in the face. I loved that. I loved it so much. I've always wanted to just like you know, you no, know, is the last arc. Indiana Jones, he's there. Guy swinging the sword. Indiana Jones has got food poisoning. He shoots the guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly the same feeling I had the first time I watched that. Was the same feeling I had when I first watched Logan. I was so immensely satisfying to watch. It's like um, it's like in The Incredibles. You sly dog, you got me monologuing. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I just, I love it when people get interrupted during their monologues. Favourite thing. Um, then, like, he shoots the, he shoots, shoots Boyd Holbrook's hand as well, so his hand's all messed up. He's like, oh no! And he, he becomes... If earlier on you kind of liked him a bit because he's, you know, got that southern charm, this is the scene where you're like, okay, yeah, I want this dude to die horribly. Because this scene is when Wolverine's just about to get him and he releases X24, the clone. And that's when, like, the clone is, like, going at Wolverine. And then Wolverine is, like, thrown away. X23, like, Laura jumps at the clone and starts beating ten bells out of him and Wolverine's crawling towards them and he shoots him with this arrow and yanks him back and he's sat Yeah and he's like screaming at he just turns him and yells like Ah You son of a gun why would you do this? It's horrible to it's uh, the I I can't remember what he says and he gets um he gets X-24 out of the, the back of the van. He says, showtime, boy! That line angered me so much. I was like, was such well written. It's like, dude, you've lost. Deal with I, it. Uh, uh, uh. I hated it. I hated it. It was just like, you're rubbing it in my face. Yeah. Stop it. Stop. However, we move on to... The worst deaths, well, the best, the worst way to die ever. Yes. So he he's la- he's just shot this harpoon at Wolverine, and he turns around, and all of the kids that he's been torturing their whole lives, giving them powers, they yeah. all find him, and they all shoot them with with their powers at the once, same time, at the same time. So he's been like. He's being frozen. He's being electrocuted. He's being he's twisted up. He's being, he's being yeah, taken into the grass. It is grim. Like, that is the... Like, oh my God. That's awful way to die. The worst way to go ever is that. Um. Then, 
Logan, like, like one of the kids uses his telekinesis powers to land a big truck on the clone. And Logan's like, okay, everyone get out here right now. Run away, run away now. And yeah. the clone flips the truck back, grabs Logan, drags him towards a tree, and I'm going to insert my spoiler alert. I don't, I don't want no spoilers. Spoilers. Gets impaled on the tree. Impaled on the tree. And then he, he just... This thing won't stop because he's on the tree. He's done. He's done on the tree. Then it keeps stabbing him. No! It was like, are you not f***ing done? Yeah, dude, just hey, die. Leave him alone, man. Then Laura comes up behind him with the adamantium bullet. As we alluded to earlier, shoots him in the head. Shoots the clone in the head, and the clone's head explodes. A quarter of his head is just gone. That is... Uh, oh my god. It was like... I, I, I've never seen... Like... A headshot wound like that in a film before. No, me neither. I, I was like, there is not only a hole in his face. His face is the hole. His face is the hole. <laughs> oh, it was the best way to see him die, though. Ever. 100%. Ever. <laughs> I was like, when the kid dropped the, the truck, truck on him, I was like, he better not be dead. Yeah, that would be a, such a dumb way to die. An awful way to die. Um, so then Wolverine's got this uh, tree through him, and Laura runs over and, like... This is heartbreaking as well because she's got to hack him off it. Yeah. So she's like using the claws to hack through the wood so he like can be comfortable on the floor. And then he says, "Right, go, go with your friends. Don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm done here. But just go." And she's like, and she starts crying, and and he says to her, "Don't be what they made you." Yeah. Great line. She. Yeah. Called- she calls him dad. She daddy. says, daddy. And he says, oh, so this is what it feels like. Ah! Perfect line, because it can either mean, this is what it feels like to die, or this is what it feels like to have a family, like Charles was saying earlier. Yeah. He, d- he dies. They have a funeral for him. She uh, gets the cross that's on his... Uh, on his grave and turns it to an X and walks away. And the movie ends with just one word coming up at the end, Logan. Full body goosebumps. This movie's a masterpiece. Even, even when you just like described that. (laughs) I, 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 this film really annoyed me. (laughs) The ending. I hate, I hate the man who decided that the whatever song and at the start of the end credits went at the start of the end credits because it sounds far too happy. It's not though, if you, if you listen to what it is. No, 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 I understand. I was listening to the lyrics of it yesterday. I was like, they can't have just put a happy song in here to be like, hey, f*** you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's also because like uh, with the... um. The, the first trailer that came out, which is one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Johnny Cash Hurt song, yeah. the Hurt trailer. Um, uh, the, this song's a Johnny Cash song as well, The Man Comes Around. 
no, 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 I know, I know that. I just didn't like. It, they should have put the song they used in the trailer uh, because I was like feeling sadness, and then. I was like, right, okay, so. I get, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But I, I, again, let's agree to disagree. I quite like that bit. I quite like the song choice. Um, there is no post-credit scene because obviously there's not. It's over. Although I have seen a fan-made post-credit scene online, which I think would have been perfect. But cheers. Um, Deadpool arrives at the grave with a vial of green juice. And, it, and he says, oh, not yet. Not yet, Wolvie. We've still got more to do. Puts it, it like, it it cuts as he's about to put it in. It cuts to black. And then it cuts back to him and he's like, you know what? I'll just let you rest. And then walks away. <laughs> I think that's a really, I think that would have been a really nice moment. Uh, I think it would have been, but I also... It wouldn't have fit with the tone, obviously. Yeah, it would have just been like a complete like punch in the face. Yeah. Anyone who was just like still there crying. Yeah. But I, th- I think if they were going to have Deadpool in this, then that would have been the way to do it. Um, I-, I think if they wanted to have Deadpool in this, the way they should do it is by shaving his head, taking his top off, and like giving him long on his forearm blades. And giving him Come giving on. him a laser, laser eyes as well. Um, maybe even like sealing up his mouth. Yeah, that would have, uh, have been perfect. Out of ten. If only they'd done that. Out of ten this? If only... Oh, out of ten. This. Out of ten. I'll give it a solid uh, 9.8. I'm going full ten. Yeah. I'm going full ten on ten, this. I'm going full ten. I just don't like saying ten out of ten. (laughs) 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 I don't like giving... I'll I'll round up for you, then. 9.8 rounded up is ten. There you go. Yeah, that's what we like to hear. Um... There's a couple more things of this that I want to mention. One, this is a little mean, but one of the mutant kids is a little fat kid. And the shot of him running away from everyone just makes me giggle too much. I really liked... Wait, was it the the guy who had the lightning powers? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I really like that they just gave him the lightning powers. I don't know why. I was just like, would not like with Storm. She's there with lightning powers. Her hair's like white. Yeah, she's glowing like, white eyes. She's like floating in the sky. And then, like you say, you've just got this like chubby kid like flying off through the forest. <laughs> yeah, there's the next Storm. Um, he's also carrying a Wolverine figure, like with the full yellow suit. It's the only other time that we see that. Is in the post-credit scene of the Wolverine. It's not a post-credit scene; it's a deleted scene. The deleted scene. Deleted scene. So he's not even in the movie. I was gonna say I didn't think I saw it when I watched the entire credit scene yesterday. Um, I think this movie's rated fifteen. I think this should have been an eighteen. I disagree. Just from just from the content, I don't like. There's not. I think the content of this movie is so heavy. And the violence is so, like, violent. It's so it's super violent that I think this should have been an eighteen. I hate each rating systems. 
I, I, I don't think that 18s should exist. No? I think, no. I think that 15 is... It's like, like, 15 now, you're old enough to be able to choose like whether you enjoy a film or not. I do watch this film that's going to freak you out. Don't watch this film that's going to freak you out. <laughs> that's fair, actually. That's fair. Well, to be fair, with like, I think that's more for cinemas. Like that. That's really, but when, if you're at, if you're at home and you want to watch an eighteen, just watch it. Like I, as a as a three year old, uh, I was watching. Was a two. My my parents put on Tremors and I watched that with them, and apparently I just giggled. I remember, like four, five maybe, and a uh, Deep Blue Sea was on a with a Sam party. Jackson, and the bit where Sam Jackson is bitten in half, a shark haunted me many a year to follow. However, that seems so funny. <laughs> it is now hilarious to watch. <laughs> You're going to make a brew. My dad's going to make a brew. You've been doing this for nearly three hours. Yeah. Sorry. Nobody's going to listen to a three-hour podcast. My God. That hurt. Three He's hours. He's clearly never watched the Joe Rogan, Alex Jones podcast. <laughs> that was four hours long. Wow. I've done three-hour podcasts before. That uh, th- My 2019 in review podcast was three and a half hours. Hey, you, they can be have however long we want them to be. You you have your brew. So Logan, yeah, we both we both love it. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Obviously, it's the, oh, yeah. it's the whole point of the podcast. Really, Sk- skip X Men Origins. Maybe watch the Wolverine if you're doing nothing. Watch Logan. Yeah. <laughs> um. Right. So. Um, normally we do recommendations, but I'm going to call it something different because we're now in this new era of the podcast. This is sell me your movie or TV show or whatever. So this is basically just another name for recommendations, but yeah, sell me, sell me what you've been doing, watching, reading, listening. I've been watching, reading. I've, uh, recently... In this lockdown, I've been delving into the uh, filmography of one Mr. Scorsese. Ah, oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for any of you superhero fans, I imagine you've probably seen Joker by now. Yeah. And I think that Joker is perfectly coupled by two of Martin Scorsese's films, um, Taxi Driver and yeah. The King of Comedy. Oh, cool. A lot of people have seen Taxi Driver, and but The King of Comedy is a much like lesser known film. Well, from what I've experienced with talking to people, anyway, they, lots of people have heard of Taxi Driver. Lots of people have heard of Joker. Not a lot of people have heard of King of Comedy. Yeah. Once again, um, Robert De Niro in a Martin Scorsese film. Shocker! Um, <laughs> this time he plays a character that is akin to um, Arthur Fleck. Um, uh, Joker. Okay. Um, like, he plays an awkward person who is obsessed with a TV personality 
and does whatever he can do to get on the guy's show. And I think that if you watch Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, if you were to add a plus sign in between those and then have an equal sign after them, it would birth out Joker. <laughs> or if you were, if any of you like binge watching films, watch of a day, yeah, uh, the comedy trilogy. I started to call it uh, Taxi Driver, King of Comedy, and The Joker. That's an interesting one. I think I think I'll uh, I think I'll do that in, uh, this week. Yeah. That's an Great. interesting one. Um, I, uh, my, I'm going to sell you a game. Because okay, tell me a game. I uh, recently got Spider-Man on PS4, and I've been playing that. Oh, dude, I love it! It's so good. I've heard amazing things. It. You might say it's amazing. You might say it's spectacular. You oh, might say you it's say. twenty ninety nine. Just thinking of other names of Spider-Man yeah. comics. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's the the story's really interesting. It's like eight years after he started being Spider Man. Most of the villains are already like villains. Um you work for Otto Octavius, who's not Doc Ock yet, Norman Osborn Bond's mayor. And uh like you're broken up with MJ. So it's uh it's an interesting world you're in. And it's just like the world is so beautiful. Like the the uh like just yeah, the graphics on it are beautiful. It looks real. It looks like a real city. It feels like a real city. You've not just got, like, these normal, like, NPCs walking about that everyone looks like different people. You've mm. not just got copied and pasted people everywhere. You can go to, like, different locations that are real in New York or in the Marvel Universe. So there's, like, there's the Wakandan Embassy. There's, um... Jessica Jones place, Alias Investigations, there's the Avengers Tower, there's the Sanctum Sanctorum, Doctor Strange's place. Yeah. So it's a really, like, well thought out uh, in terms of world building. Um, yeah, I, I love it, man. And there's a second one coming out in a couple of years. Can't wait. Um, well, if I had a PlayStation, I'd play it. There you go. See, I, I, got, I got one for the lockdown. Cause, you know, ah, good idea. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. keeps me from going completely insane. <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend a, what movie I've been watching. Oh, wait, what show did we watch? We've been watching Gangs of London on Sky. Um, it's a new show on, on Sky Atlantic. It's on, also on Now TV if you've got that. But it's um, created co-created by the guy who made the Raid films. Oh, really? Yeah, Gareth Evans. Um, he, if you haven't seen the Raid films, please, God, check them out. They're both on Netflix right now. Indonesian action films, obviously subtitled, but please see past that. The, the action is insane in those movies. And right. the action in this show is insane. It's, um, yeah, it's about, like, rival gangs and something happens at the top. So everything's going through a bit of a reshuffle. So you've got to, like, and they've got to, everyone's got to deal with it in their own way, and everyone's conniving against each other. Yeah. It's super intriguing, um, and like I said, the action is insane. There was a one sh- we were up to. Ep- we just watched episode five, and there's nine episodes, so we're halfway through. And uh, on at the end of episode four, there was a possibly ten minute one shot 
around a house and it is the most impressive one shot I've ever seen. But not not just because of like, oh, the camera's going through all these different places. It's because the shot itself tells a story and it wraps up the episode perfectly. So uh, yeah, Gangs of London is a must watch. Very intrigued to watch that. Now that you've said that it's the most impressive one shot you've ever seen. Have you ever watched Birdman? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know that whole movie's a one shot. Like Yeah. I know. Did it more recently, but personally I prefer Birdman as a film. Birdman is really good. Birdman is really, really good. Um yeah, and I know I know I'm being over over dramatic over 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 dramatic. It's one of the best one shots I've ever seen. There you go. Ah, Not not the best. It's not better than Birdman. That one shot is not better than Birdman. (laughs) Birdman is one of my favourites. Um I have one more recommendation if that is all right with you then. Um, I recommend you all listen to Flat Moon's new tune coming out on the 4th of May. There you go. I was I was going to let you plug whatever you want, but do it now. Go for it. It's going to be available on... It's my band, Flat Moon. Uh, it's gonna, we're releasing a single on the 4th of May. It's called Vultures. Um, if you're into funk or rock music, I highly recommend you listen to it. Um, it's going to be available on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Google, you name it, we're there. Oh, I, we're, you can get us on Instagram at Flat Moon Band. Um, Facebook page is just a Flat Moon. Um, uh, there's many more videos. We've got some exclusive content that you can only get on there. Um, yeah, um, to check out. Give it a watch, give it a like, give it a share, tell your friends, tell your family, your dog, some good music, and uh, hopefully it'll get you through lockdown. Amazing. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Alex. That's a great (laughs) way to wrap us up. Um, If you you like what he says, uh, listen to his band Flat Moon, like like he just said, uh, single coming out on the 4th of May. It's called Vultures, did you say? Yes, it is. I I will be, put, I will be sharing that everywhere when that comes out. Because oh, you, you, you know much. how much I like your music normally, so the oh. new stuff should be good. Thank you. Um, yeah, that'll do it for the podcast. So if you if you want to get in touch with me, uh, go to Tainside Radio's Facebook page. Uh, send them a private message. Either use the word, uh, f- well, you can use the term "film me in" or uh, "movie podcast," or use my name Xander. And it will get back to me. If you want to talk to me personally, go up to my Instagram. That's at the real Xander LW on Instagram. And uh, yeah, there we go. We did it. The Wolverine trilogy. Let us know if you want to want us to do anything else while we're in lockdown. I will be continuing the Harry Potter uh, podcast with David probably next week or the week after. But that is coming. The second part of that is coming. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. And I will see you soon. Bye. Goodbye. Uh- Ha, ha, ha.